Yes, Danny Dan, shout out to you. He has the new Asian Men 2016 calendar. Check it out, folks, at www.asnmen.com. ASNmen.com. It's hot. Welcome back to the House of Pride show, SJ. It's good to be back. Now, you are on an odyssey. I mean, the last time you were here, we were bidding you farewell. The Salvadorian Assassins. Yes, you were. And I, I did mention I did end up choking out my publisher, right? We went all through that, right, yeah. your publisher, and you were kind of dodging some um, obsessive crazy exes and a, few, and a, a knife few. here and there. And That's part of the reason why, you know, I went to New York briefly and already Chicago's starting to look really good. Is New York sort of like the mother womb where you go and regenerate yourself? I mean, that would be more San Francisco because, you know, like as soon as I got here, I just, somebody had me a joint, looked out over the Pacific Ocean, had a anchor steam and had, I mean, what, what could possibly be better than that? That is, uh, yes, that's euphoria. Indeed, indeed. Um, New York, is that where the folks and relatives are located? Yeah, I, mean, I had to go back there for a funeral. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, that was sad. And then I stopped being sad because, you know. The grieving process. Grieving process, yeah. So I ended up, uh, you know, just doing like odd jobs and whatnot, shopping the play around. What, uh, my novel uh, was, uh, what still, odd jobs did you have in New York City? Was I it? did some painting, painting walls. I did a limpieza, which means I did a spiritual cleansing. I knocked down a wall, a few walls actually, and actually all I had was a hammer and a box cutter. I'm not sure how I did that. And did you work for a company or did you just go to some place that you felt needed a knocking down of? It was a little bit of both. I mean, probably you should ask too many questions about that. Probably you know, this is a radio this. show and my name is Tweeka Turner and um, you know how I am. You know how I roll. That's right, I'm questions. Be asking questions on the radio. That's right, you're always asking these questions. I mean, why don't we ever learn more about you? You can ask me anything you want, but I'm interviewing you, honey. How about if I interview you? I just, I've been on this show That's another times. show. That's another show. That's another show. I have a lot of questions for you because you were gone for like a few months. And I'm, I had images of you in my mind, you know, living it up in New York City. I was living it up. I mean, I had a really, really... Not swank, but livable place over on Avenue C and 7th Street. Did you live with relatives or did you rent your own place or how, how did No, it... I mean, long story, but, uh, well, it's not that long of a story. <laughs> I went there for the funeral. The oh. guy who died, I ended up staying in his apartment. Oh. Yeah. Did I think you mentioned th this was a friend. Yeah, this was a friend. That's right. Um, um, untimely. Indeed, untimely. He committed suicide. Uh, that's right. I'm so sorry about If anyone that. out there is feeling, you know, even mildly depressed, I mean, just really think about it, examine things from a detached way, and don't forget that people do care about you, even though it might not seem that way, but there are people that care about you. And that's a PSA. I mean, the safe sex one we laughed about, but we're not laughing about this one. That was <clears throat> nicely put, it's, and it's true. The darkest hours before the dawn, always... Um, so what, why did you come back here? I got a free flight working on some film stuff. I'm 
Probably oh. not liberty to talk about that. But, can't uh, talk about the film project. Film stuff is happening. Like pornography? No, I mean, this would be the perfect place to talk about that. But That would be. And boy, do you have the looks and equipment for that, so I hear. Well, you you read my book. And, you yes, know, yeah. one can only presume that. The it's mostly fiction. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, it, it sounds like you're involved in some sort of creative project uh, here. In Chicago. In Chicago. But you came here to get your... Uh, just to, you know, get high, catch up with people, you know, maybe get laid, you know, just take it easy. It's like a vacation, right. essentially. Yes, how long are you, will you be... Um, I'll be here till the 15th. To the 15th, fabulous. And then it's off to Chicago to work on a creative film project. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the plan. Hopefully that happens. Hopefully Chicago doesn't like sink into the ocean or some shit like I that. I think you'll be fine. And it's uh, been around for a while, right, Chicago? It yes, it has. Okay. I think you'll be fine. It'll be cold though. Uh, I don't know if you're. That's what everyone tells me. But that's the same thing people say about San Francisco. No, they're really cold. Like cold. Like the definition of cold. Like frigid. I, mean, I grew up in New York, so I'm used colder. to harsh winters. It's colder. I spent some time in Detroit. I think. Oh, I okay. It's like Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so, is working in film somewhat of a detour for you? Not really. I'm working with this director, and he has a um, strong appreciation for the concept of cinema verité, which is essentially shooting a film in a way that the audience has to draw their own conclusions. There are no sorts of tricks of the camera. There are no filters. There's no change of music. You draw your own conclusions. So mm-hmm. it's very avant-garde, and I appreciate working on this project. It's political as well, so I don't really feel like I should give too many details, but okay, proud to be part of it. Awesome. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, and what else will you be sharing with us today on House Pride Radio? Well, um, I read the play last time that didn't go too great so <laughs> do you first of all I'm, I'm liking your your um as uh, sj cruz has business cards now that's fabulous i and, do and i need to get rid of them because i don't live there anymore no uh just to reiterate you are the author of the flowers won't die a lovely um book of poetry that's uh, actually a novel is it a narrative novel? narrative yeah available at all fine I don't even know anymore. My publisher's fucked up. (laughs) Let's call him, shall we? He lives in San Francisco. (laughs) Should we call him? No, no, let's not call him. We we talked the other day, and nobody got assaulted. So that's always a good sign when you meet, you have a business meeting, you know? Yes, it is. Um, And so what have you brought with us? Oh, I'm working on a new novel. Okay, did you want to read a little bit of it? Sure, sure, if you don't mind. No, let's um, let's uh, set this stage here. We'll lower the lights, and um, I'll, let me light this candle. Uh, All right, we're pretending we have a candle. Let me bring out my lighter so I can at least make like, those noises. Like, There we go. Candle was lit. Just play my straight man today, okay, honey? <laughs> I am always your straight man. <laughs> you are the straightest man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. All right. And um, just a little bit of music to set this, the tone. Sure. All right, this is 
a section for my next novel, which will be done whenever I get around to finishing it. So stop asking me about that. The next novel is going to be called Love Until the Night Collapses. I almost became a vodka nihilist. Then I remembered that Blanco Tequila is Zen. I was not in love with the sun at that moment. I could hardly see. The lows of cocaine and the middles of tequila were making navigation especially difficult. Slowly we turned the corner. People stared at us. Weird admixtures of admiration, disgust, and vicariousness. Dao of dipsomania, zen of insomnia. Tequila after tequila, courage materialized, brought us alone together into this moment which is most important purely because it is momentary. Tranquilo. You're broken enough as it is. Siéntate. Drink. A Guatemalan woman had spoke these words. I'd been too high to make out her features. Just saw a soothing cloud of curly black hair. Deep brown eyes that looked as though they had seen a lot. Seen the light of man, the darkness of our souls, and the gray of humanity. Saw it all and just thought it was mildly interesting. Satori inspiring. Chain smoking. Time and space did not matter any longer. To paraphrase Borges badly, the future is but a present hope and the past is but a present memory. It was night in San Francisco. It was dark most everywhere on the West Coast. That is if I was to believe there was another world past this reality. It's nice to be here with you. No one else I would rather endure this. I'd cut myself off preemptively. Buddha does not want me for a son. Summoning what left of respectability I had, I outstretched my broken Casio and summoned a taxi. With the paint upon sober face, I diligently directed the taxi driver to the El Dorado. I played with a cunt the whole time. Time is a myth, sold without warranty. I started to think that maybe this taxi driver knew all there was to know about everything. Unfortunately, my karma was too compromised at that moment to inspire to enlightenment. Another night ended at the end of might as well leave while I was making a little noise. Her eyes were dark and reflective. It's an accomplishment to get kicked out of anywhere in San Francisco. Her essence on my fingers like the unwritten margins of a sutra. The click, click, click of the bartender's cocktail shaker had sounded like a spray paint can being prepared. Elegant recantations of art or loose tooth. For a moment, something was not working inside me. Felt like my bones were in that very cocktail shaker. Felt profoundly empty. Felt like I had a captive audience. But I make my own luck, it's cheaper. I tried to ease my way past her, become one with the wall, project myself against its cold, impartial beauty, walk past the wall again and again, and eventually I was blocked by my own amorous ambitions. Some. <laughs> Sniff relief from my unintelligible. The same freedoms I granted myself I extended unto her. She had confused me for a deep-thinking free radical type, alone together in the bathroom. After the paralysis of drinking myself to death died in me, I truly enjoyed her company. It's not alcoholism, it's California dreaming. If you're sober in San Francisco, you're doing it wrong. She had a bit more life in her now. Using the glass window of the Ethiopian restaurant in the corner, she started to compose herself, brushed her hair, reapplied her lipstick, red marquee of the Red Death. That's all right, mi amor. I like you just the way you are. 
She smiled her first true smile, kept right on with this beautification slash beautification ritual. This is for me, not for you. A Swadisant judge of human experiences had walked in on us in the bathroom. I made a speech that reverberated faintly slash gauntly. I wish it had been super tattered, only caught the words slut and God. For all I knew, it might have been the words of a prophetess. The failures of the world are more reflection on us than a God, and the failure of the world to accept the sluts, more reflection on God than on us. Briefly, she was to me all that was maternal and all that was good. Then the drugs started to wear off, the romance was gone, guilt crept in. My mind was still conditioned to smell flowers, and I remembered that. Associating tequila and grapefruit with death, I debated the virtues of no exit. The Swadisant slash and our prophetess had looked terrified and bored and pensive all at once. That much I remembered. It might have been a permanent state. It might have just been a bad case of the human condition. It might just have been my inner state projected. Most likely, though, it was just bad drugs. Does it not always just come down to being on the wrong drugs? I had spoken to the one without fear, the one I was with now. Lo siento, mi amor. Have a drink. Forget me. I thought this. Did not say this. I'll go get some condoms and kombucha. Espera aquí por un momentito. Está bien. I returned. I'd given her ample time to escape. She had not. I felt genuinely guilty just then. Felt wrong until she took my hand into hers and led me up the stairs into the lobby of the El Dorado. That's my husband over there. She had motioned to me in a politely dismissive way. I was nowhere near her, nor near anyone that could consider herself a her. Que preciosa, pero. I belonged to nobody, least of all myself. A discotheque. I expected little. You can stop there if you want. I mean, I'm not sure what the time constraints are. That was a wonderful, and we'll just go out with a little mu appropriate music. It's cool, man. I dig that Motown sound. Actually, it's Cher. Um, oh, well, that, <laughs> I was thinking Chicago and Detroit, so it sounded like Motown. And I'm sure Cher listened to the Motown people, and that's how she got some of her... Uh, how do you say it? Schwagger? Yes. How do you say you it? You have it. Schwagger? Yeah, some of that. She had some of that from Motown. Yes. Well, if anybody has uh, questions or would like a date with SJ Cruz, do call at 415-550. And also, I mean, if you want to talk to me, help me pay my phone bill because that's, that's Oh, that's expensive. right. It's a, it's a fun drive uh, for um, let's send SJ Cruz off to Chicago. Uh, I need a new code. I mean, you don't want me. I, I mean, just, maybe people can, do can want I me to Can I get the number out without you interrupting me one time? I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm excited. I'm going to hear it goes. Ready? 415-550-0511. I wasn't paying yes. attention. Yes, come on and call us. SJ will answer all of your questions. Let's welcome, and it's been some time since we've seen her, to the studio now, Miss Shaky Gibson. Oh, is it my turn? Come on in, girl. Oh, it's my turn. Welcome, welcome. Oh, wow, here I am. Hi. Yes. Hey, Girl, girl, Jesus chair. She's that's the orange mic. My father married a cochero. He 
listening to some share music while you get yourself situated. Are you situated? Yeah, darling, I'm here. Yeah. All right. And we also have our third guest, Michelle Bird, Woo! is back. Hello. Hi. Nice hairdo. Thank you. Um, well, you have a seat. There's a mirror if anyone needs to look at themselves. What? what? A mirror. And there's evidently... And obviously uh, some whiskey, too. some whiskey, hey. but we're not allowed in the studio, so we'll put oh. it outside right now. Shh. Yeah. I tell okay. nobody that. Bring the chairs in. Take your swig outside and come back, everyone. Here we we have a hot show in progress. House of Pride Radio, coming to you live every Wednesday from the gayest city in the world, which is... San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. yeah. Personalize that, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were just listening to a new material from S.J. Cruz entitled... Oh, uh, the title a working title, perhaps. Oh, the working title, the next novel, "Love Until the Night Collapses." Haunting. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Hope it's someone remembers it. Questions for S.J. Cruz? Call, please. Is there anybody listening? Is the phone working? All right. <laughs> check, one, check five, for the dial tone. <laughs> it's our phone from 1978. Um, Shaky, what's been going on, girl? What's been going on? Um, well, I have been out of the loop for a minute. I uh, went in for my uh, little, a little inguinal hernia surgery recently. I'm all recovered. It's been a whole month and a half. I'm doing well, um, and I got a show to promote. Um, oh, you got a show to promote? Yeah. Oh, what do you oh, know? Hey. Well, we better get right down on it. <laughs> What's coming so, up? Check it out. They let me borrow the stage at Oasis. Um, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, you know Oasis, Hecklinus Club, Darcy's Club. Um, so I'm going to do my thing October 29th. It's a Thursday night, mm-hmm. right after the Star Trek, the live Star Trek show they're doing. Uh, so we're going to bring a little live band cabaret. It's going to be a lot of fun. Will you be singing? Of, uh, hello. Have you met me? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> what is the name of your affair? Uh, it's called Shaky Gibson Seductive Sirens. Shaky Gibson, seductive siren. That's a lot of S's, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I should. My drag name should have been Sibilantes. For someone with a speech impediment, that's a hard one to wrap my tongue around. Can you do it, Michelle? Oh, I, I'm not even gonna try. What about you, SJ? Sibilin, what? Else? How about Shaky Gibson, Sibilis? seductive sirens? You heard it. Shaky Sh- Gibson, seductive sirens. I'm yeah. not gonna try to. You say can't it. even say that like five times in a row, right? Does <laughs> it? Just come to Oasis on October 29th. It's Thursday night, Thursday October 29th at about 9:30. We're starting four-piece band, three singing ladies. Who are the other two? Yeah. Um, right now, actually, you know what? It's kind of like it's Des- development. Destiny's Child lost one of the gals. You so know who we, would be terrific? We lost Michelle. <laughs> I can refer you to somebody to Cat uh, Robichaud. What? Oh, yeah. well, all right. You make sure I get her number before right. I split here. But uh, yeah, we're we're talking to like three new girls to take take the one girl spot that split. But uh-huh. Siren Sapphire is definitely in the show. Okay. AKA Tiger Wolf. Nice. Um, yeah. So I know her. You got, her I, I will. Uh, I will tie you into a message because she was here last week and she had a marvelous time. And then oh, good. I'm we glad performed, you performed know um, a couple of times. Uh, I was DJ while she was in the show at uh, over at Balançois on Sunday brunch. 
called Femme. Great oh, she get, show. yeah, she gets around. Oh, she, she's all she's over. She's great. But uh, all right, so that's uh, that's going to be a great show coming up. Well, welcome back to the limelight. <laughs> well, thank you. Right. I know you can't stand to stay out of it more than a few weeks at the max. You know me, I'm a big old party animal. Yes. Yeah, just give me a shot of whiskey. Well, there's started. one right there. Would you Wait, like? Wait, stop! Don't tell <laughs> everyone. It's been removed. <laughs> no, it's been removed. It's outside it's now. It's outside on the table. Uh, <laughs> oh, fabulous! So now, do you know Michelle Bird? She's a hi. hi nice to meet you. Pleasure is mine. This is S.J. Cruz. Uh, yeah, that microphone's on the fritz. Go oh. ahead, bring it close. Yes. Let me see if I can hear you. Say something, Michelle. What would you like me to say? I hear you. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, okay. And S.J. Cruz, and behind you, S.J., who's your friend again? It's a Molly Prophet. Tamale Prophet is in the house, blessing us with uh, jalapenos. Any any relation to the tamale lady? Yeah, I, yes, they're know. married. <laughs> they have a couple of children called um, called Jumpin' Bean. The hot tamales. The hot tamales. It's a band. It's a traveling band. Yeah, it's it's, stop right there. It's the, the Latin Beatles. Anyendos. That was a long pause. Awkward, so. awkward <laughs> pregnant pause. You said stop. I'm just obeying you. That's what I do. I obey you, S.J. Cruz. He's got a commanding voice. He does. Sure I does. I was listening to your poetry. It's pretty good. Yeah. Just I, pretty yeah. good? Madonna was, well, would go like this. <laughs> I know, right? That's a good thing. How dare Madonna, you? Right? <laughs> he, he has a switchblade. You be careful. No, I, I don't carry that around anymore. I'm civilized. You have civilized yourself? I have civilized myself. This is what New York does to people. New York civilizes you. Yeah, I can barely say that with a straight face. Ah. <laughs> I get civilized. Stay, say it with a gay face. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I'm bumped. Contract that over to you. you just, uh, just look at me it. when you say it, honey. Yeah. Uh, what, what am I saying again? Uh, you're civilized. Yeah, I'm, I'm not civilized. <laughs> I didn't think so. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's find out what Michelle Bird has been up to because last time you were here, your dance studio was a little bit dis. Uh, how would you? What adjective would you use? We, we got kicked out. Mm, yeah, we yeah. got kicked out. But now we're very very fortunate. We have two locations. Um, we're we are very much the guests at the old uh, Italian club, old Italian American club in Potrero Hill, and that is uh, the Monte Cristo Club. Some people may have heard. So we teach there daily. Uh, we also have a little place in Japantown, and the big buzz is we're getting. It, it takes it takes a while for performers to put, put together together new numbers and new choreography. Uh, we're getting ready for April, April Follies. This is big competition, a same-sex competition followed by a dinner, and and a wonderful wonderful show. So Metronome, we our dancers support the event. We don't make any money off of this. Mm -hmm. This is this is a, a, a once a year event, and uh, so is it a competition? It is a it's a sanctioned competition. What does that mean? It's a sanctioned dance sport competition. So for pe these are people that do do compete as a as a hobby, mm -hmm. um, and so there'll be, there's a division for professionals and there's a division for amateurs, um, and. Uh, so most of the dancers in our studio right now are getting ready for the show, right? So we we're, we're do the show numbers. Uh, and many of the dancers are also starting to figure out, for the, the amateurs are figuring out their choreography. So it's a great event. We'll be promoting it at our, uh, our November 19th event. We're going to be giving out more information, and we'll be having a, a demonstration of dancers. Um, 
and that it has that event is uh, Thursday, November nineteenth. Everybody loves disco is the theme for that. Oh, that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So we're <laughs> really... right up our alley. Yeah, mm-hmm. we love disco. <laughs> Maybe we should enter. We're both of the same sex. Mm-hmm. Well, we could. <laughs> sounds so, fun. So that event is really just to, we really want to draw attention. Anybody can go to our website metronomesf.com, and and you can find out more information. There's links to April Follies. There, um, what's not on there, and you could you could certainly email us. Um, we they, we have a couple of uh, dance groups that are looking for more male dancers. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh well, oh, well yeah. we're drag queens, but we could probably stretch. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, well, who knows? Let's see. We could probably come up with a drag queen number. That could be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yes. I still remember my disco moves. So that's happening at Metronome, you said? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. On the 19th, November 19th, we're going to be having, um, of course, d- disco music. And then um, uh, one of the teachers is going to be reminding everybody the original moves of the disco line dance, the hustle line dance. Oh. Yeah. Which, of course, I, I mean, none of us were there when it happened, right? So. I was. Oh, you, no, you weren't there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tamale Prof in the back, he was there. I was 13 years old. Now, I have you know I was a member of a, a Mellow Maltine disco night. What? Yes, at 13. That's how disco fever, I, had, I, ca- I caught the di- disco fever very early. Does that give you a rash? Um, it, it does give me a rash, which there is a powder for it, as a matter of fact. As modern times. Mm-hmm. Um, so this sounds so terribly exciting. Uh, will there be flashing lights and, and things, platform shoes? You know, I've already, we have already have our pink lights out, so it's going to be a good night. (laughs) Yes. We're getting ready for it. Yeah. Um, and who are the judges? Oh, for the April Follies event? Yes. That's a, that's a panel of judges. I don't know personally who's been selected, but um, there's a committee, an, a, a national committee that, um, where they have the, the judging panel. So it's just like what you see, I don't know if you've seen this on PBS, where people are dancing and, and they have the numbers on the back. You know, everybody has their numbers on the back. Oh, that, okay. that, that's what I love it. Got it. Yeah. So who needs Dancing with Stars? San Francisco has its own competition. This is true. That sounds great. So, and now we do have, there is a novice division. So if people were interested in doing this, they would want to start thinking about now taking some lessons and finding out, you know, uh, what you know, the required steps are. There, there's definitely a syllabus of steps and novice dancers are highly encouraged. Yes. Shaky. So if you're really interested, just go to there. Oh, my dancing days are over, kind of. I. Yeah. Uh-huh. Too many injuries. I used to dance. I used to be a serious dancer. Let, on that note, we're going to take a short music break. <laughs> we're going to be right back. <laughs> paying homage to the disco events. Thank you. 
has it's a bunch of dancing queens on April. Oh, so so April Follies happens in April, right? And but the event to so, to help uh, promote it is uh, November nineteenth at Metronome. All right, hold that thought. What are you? I'm doing? just lighting a lighting flame. candle, yeah. To a farewell flame as S.J. Cruz needs to depart House of Pride Radio. I Where do. are you going? I'm going someplace, and I'm meeting some people, and. You just keep talking, S.J. Cruz. You're yeah. going to get a date. Somebody's going to call in eventually. To, I, I never <laughs> said I was looking for a date. He's trying to get laid tonight is what's going on. Ladies, he's just as, he looks just as sexy as he sounds. This, all right. Here is your flame torch back. It's your lighter, but I'll take it. Thanks. Oh, is it mine? Oh, yeah, it's mine, no. Oh, no, right, no. I'll give it to you. We'll pass the torch. Pass the flame. Right now I'm in my Tai Chi stand, so I'll try to take the lighter. <laughs> I like pain. Can they see us? Are we on the internet? Or we yes, just they can see sound? It. The fair, yes, the magical cameras. Are there, there's no the camera world. here. <laughs> the world is looking at you, Shaky. I thought it was funny that you handed us mirrors. You, you like, there's mirrors there. You can check yourself. Well, I know how vain you queens can be. <laughs> are you <laughs> kidding? Like to look uh, you at you gave me the mirror first, all right? What are you trying to say That's about because that? you are so good looking that I, you need to, we, I don't, we need to see the reflection of you. And all 360 degrees. I don't know, girl. It's a new thing I'm trying, mirrors. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Um, so you do need to take off. And yeah. uh, we wish you well as you journey on to Chicago for your creative film project. Yeah. Uh, you could always call in and let us know what's going on. Yeah, I could do that. I'll wait to have something interesting to say. It's been a while. I think we just had like one good show out of 10. That's like the ratio we got going so far. Every few months, come back. Every few months. Yeah, yeah I could do that. I could do All that. Right. All right. Let's cool. have a nice round of applause. S.J. Cruz. Here, yeah. S.J. Cruz, leave some of your cards out in the uh, green room. Does it have your number on it? body of people you got one. here. Oh, yes. I'm not so sure if I want to leave my cards lined out. All right. I'll take I, one. I don't mean the people in the studio right now. I'm not Can I get one? Shaky ones. I want one. All right. All right. Bye, SJ. You don't mind if I text you late night, right? Uh, Is you, that cool? Uh, <laughs> I mean, feel free. I probably just won't respond. He's gonna, <laughs> Shaky Gibson's going to fuck with you. I won't, I promise. Well, one creative luminary leaves, another enters. Let's have a nice round of applause for Alexa VK. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hello. My, my full name is Alexa Von Kicking Face, but Facebook got me, so I guess... Von Kickenface wasn't a convincing German last name. You're not alone. I know. I know. <laughs> von Kickenface is a great German last name. Yeah, Von Kickenface, you know. <laughs> von Kickenface. Yes, yes. And for those of you who don't know, I'm really short. So that that is interesting and in that I can't she, reach your face. She means she has a short fuse. Yeah, oh, that as well. You <laughs> better believe German. it. Yes, can't you tell? That bleached blonde hair came from somewhere. <laughs> yes, it did. Not just a bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to House of Pride. Thank you. Um, do you know Shaky Gibson? I do, actually. We've shared the stage many a time. <laughs> oh, how exciting. We have. Mm-hmm. How about Michelle Bird? Hello. I don't think. Hello. Nice Delighted. to meet you. It's a pleasure. I don't think we've met before, so there's a new friend today. Michelle is the CEO of Metronome. Ooh, that's exciting. Yes. <laughs> you're like, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Well, you're not here to talk about disco dancing on in April. We're going to get back to that a little bit later just to reiterate, Michelle, uh, but... You are here to talk about 
another event that's coming up, I believe. That's right, and other kinds of dancing, <laughs> although I do love disco. Um, I'm here because on October 9th, Hubba Hubba Review is doing our Asylum show. So every second Friday of the month, we do a big old fat show right in DNA Lounge. And of course, this month is no exception. We are doing our Halloween festivities nice and early, so you can still attend all of your favorite Halloween parties and get this party started with us on the 9th, so that'll be fun. Um, we have a lot of really cool stuff in store. Of course, we always have our fabulous smattering of entertainers from all over the world. We also have local favorites and burlesque performers from all over the country. I wanted to ask you, so is the, the, the groove, the theme of uh, burlesque? oriented dancing per se yes well it is a burlesque show but we do include other variety entertainment as well um, we have some really cool pole dance we have really neat contortion stuff <laughs> we have um, all kinds of wacky stuff man I mean we get some singing you know we, we get all kinds of vaudeville entertainment so oh it's a nice mashup of entertainment yeah. Uh, with the, with the, but then there's a theme. Mm-hmm, exactly. So we have our show every Monday night at DNA Lounge, and that's our kind of upstairs at DNA, kind of more casual environment. But every second Friday when we do our big shows, there's always a theme. So last month was September, so that was the anniversary show. Hubba's birthday is in September, so we get all fancy. Happy and, belated birthday. Why, thank you. So, <laughs> yeah, it was nine years and, um, you know, really fun, great. We got to bring in again some of our favorite performers from all over to help us celebrate this fabulous show. I've been involved since February, but Hubba has been been in some form or another for over nine years. So that's Wait, so exciting. Jim Sweeney started it nine years ago? Uh, yes. Over nine years ago? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jim Whoa. Sweeney. Yeah. He's recovering yeah. from a boozed-infused weekend. I know. He's a trooper. <laughs> Nobody can pull it together quite like that guy. He's always on the ball and always an expert it, yeller. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's been a pleasure, and it's been an honor being his um, co MC and the co-hostess of Hubba Hubba Review. It's been a fantastic experience, and I just, I'm so excited for what else we have in store. We have some pretty cool stuff lined up for, Feb or for October. We've got, you know, kind of fun little, we always do some kind of skit or some kind of situation. So, uh, Asylum is the theme. Yes. I'm looking at your um, advertisement for it. Um, yes. So October 9th, it's a Friday at the DNA Lounge. Yes, the DNA Lounge. The big room. Which is the located at, what's the address? Do you know? I would have to Google it. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> oh here it is. There uh, we go. 375 11th Street. Now, if folks want to go, um, how do they acquire tickets? It's nice and easy. Just go on the internet like you do for everything else. You can go to DNA Lounge's website and you can get it right there. Um, and that'll, that's a good option. Of course, if you RSVP to our event page, which is, you know, of course, public, you can see the link all over the place. You can get your link, you know, get your tickets in advance. You can get them at the door as well. But we have sold over half of the floor seats already. I heard that they're selling like hotcakes, folks. Hotcakes. So be sure and right after this interview, uh, go online and get your tickets. Yes, don't delay. Who are some of the stars this month? Oh, that's next, wonderful. Next month, rather. Oh, yes, this coming up month. Let me. This is the last day of September. It is, I know. I can't believe it. It's gone by so quickly this entire year. Oh, it's so terribly exciting. It is. 
I'm going to see who we have in store this month. You know, I tried to get into that show. I emailed Jim and was like, I've got a great Joker nurse act. Oh, I didn't know you were a burlesque dancer too, Shane. Yes. That's so exciting. While you are looking for the names, I'm going just to, to set the tone with some music. Oh, please. Shaky is actually auditioning for a role right now in real time. Uh, yes. Can you please put your pants back on, honey? Okay. Unfortunately, I'm right, not the producer. Sorry, wrong. But it never hurts to try. <laughs> I tried. All right, That's so uh, you have the list of... Uh, I do. Oh, how exciting. Can we I know. Thank goodness for cell phones. <laughs> um, so we have... Like I mentioned, talent from all over the world, including from Rome, Italy. We've got Rita Lynch, who's joining us. From Glasgow, we've got Roxy Stardust. It's very exciting. Luli Blue from Bristol, so we got the UK represented. We also have Sally Marvel from Chicago, Illinois, and she I've seen her perform before. She does really cool sideshow stuff. So oh, nice. glass, uh, fire, swords. She's a really cool chick, so you do, you've definitely got to see her when mm-hmm. she's in town. Um, Kiki Maroon, she's coming in from Texas. Um, we've got Angie Cakes from Los Angeles and Miss May, so they're wonderful too. Very popular. Tanya, the tattooed lady, she's coming from Portland, Oregon. People love Tanya. She's fabulous. And, of course, our local favorites. We've got the Sizzling Sirens from Sacramento, Bunny Pistol from right here, Lee Presson, and he's our resident Joker. So if you're a Joker actor and get accepted, you're going to have to wait for Lee to throw his costume away, which will (laughs) never happen because he will be the Joker forever. I I know Lee. Yeah, he looks total Joker, even without makeup. Yes, that is. I think that he rolls out of bed and just puts that on. Yeah. So instead of taking it. a shower. Um, we also have <laughs> Back Talk, which is a really cool hip-hop burlesque uh, dance troupe. So they're really fun. Kitty Oaks, she's fabulous. She's a recent transplant. Sergeant Devise. So if you're local, then you have to have seen her before. She's wonderful. Pearly Gates. Eva Delicious. The gorgeous Rizzo Rogue. And Gorilla X, who is the gorilla to the stars, um, you know, so it's a man that's, in a gorilla suit. So if you've never seen that show. before, you better come. Yeah, so that's, that's a huge show. Full of live entertainment. <laughs> yeah, right up in here in the mm-hmm. DNA Lounge. It's true. We have three full acts, and we have a little special surprise that Jim, me, and the rest of the cast are bringing on. So that's going to be fun. We have rehearsal two times, so that's how you know it's going to be a big surprise. And we're not really the rehearsing kind of crew. So oh, I see. You should be honored. Well, do come, folks, Friday, October 9th. At uh, DNA Lounge. That's right. Get your tickets online right after this interview by yes. going to DNA Lounge's uh, website. Yes. Uh, um, it's backslash DNA Lounge.com, backslash calendar. And oh, I'll read the whole very thing. accurate. <laughs> I, I love thing. it. Backslash calendar, backslash 2015. <laughs> Backslash 10 dash 09. Now you can't say, I didn't tell you how to get there. I've held your hand through the entire process. And if I see you in the audience, I might even hold your hand then if you want me to. Oh Very my exciting. God, that was so animated. It deserves a special share intro. Glitter. Now, share sure knows her way into my heart. Is it? 
is. But I think that would actually somebody could interpret that into a nice act at some point, or they probably uh, have thirty years ago. But when it, yeah, done. as far as it being um, socially acceptable, it might I, might I be pressing the the boundaries. Urge there. people to reconsider. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at this time, you know. But what a grand show it will be, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what else? Um, Keep, and, and some other surprises, perhaps, or is that about it? I mean, there's more stuff. <laughs> I, I can't even begin to tell you there's the length more. of Here stuff we, we have in store. And, Not, of course, multiple places to buy a beverage while you're at DNA Lounge. I was just going to say, DNA, world-famous uh, concoctions. Yes, delicious. I always get a whiskey straight. So if you see me and want to impress me, just give me some whiskey. Well, I always get a whiskey gape, and, you know, they're both delicious. <laughs> they sure are. They both go down nice and easy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um... <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's, it's very much the truth. Um, yeah, DNA Lounge is fun. We've got two floors, so you can sit on the balcony, or I guess stand, stand on the balcony or get a seat. We also have VIP booths, so if you want to impress your friends, I certainly recommend a booth. Nothing says money quite like bottle service and sitting down, so do no, that. That's right. If you're rich enough to sit, you should come to our show. Now, do the patrons tip the performers? or? No, it's... As much as I love getting a tip, but um, we, uh, the setup of DNA Lounge is that the, the stage is kind of more removed. It's, it's higher up, so it's a little bit more difficult to come close to us. So, you know, don't. <laughs> don't try. You, you will be don't. escorted out. Of it's the true, but if you want to come bearing gifts for immediately after, by all means. But the greatest gift of all is bringing all of your friends and spending all of your money on tickets. Yes, and the children. And and I guess the children, if you have any money left over. Um, did you hear that shaking? <laughs> I'm right here, yeah. There's nothing wrong with my ears. Sure. Well, this is just all terribly exciting. And it is. And guess what? I'm the DJ in between the sets. That's right. Oh. So you'll be keeping people dancing all night long what when you we're know? not watching other people do dance. Do people actually dance? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. It's cute. People will dance, not between the acts so much, but they'll dance a little bit after. Okay. Um, I definitely think the bar has a direct contribution. I, I believe you're right. To that happening. Yes, so. yes. Yes, indeed. Well, that is fabulous. It um, is. It's more than that. It's entirely too fabulous to even fathom. It is. And in fact, it's so fabulous, there's no word for it. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's fabulous. Speechless. <laughs> we mm. made up one, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we made up a new word, fabulous. And in fact, it's so fabulous, we have to take another musical break. I need to lie down. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take my Nap. pants off and put it back on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Your towel off. <laughs> so let's, I think, um, let's take a break with Anne Margaret. Well, you call me your baby When you're holding my hand How you can hurt me I just don't understand Well, you say that you need me Like the ocean Sand. But the way you mistreat me, I just don't understand. Well, you know that I love you more than anyone can. But 
Friday from Back House of Pride show. Playing some. It's called, it's off of a CD called Brawly Burlesque. Ooh. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Well, um, Michelle Bird has to leave. Our, our second yes. guest who has to fly the coop, so to speak. Yeah. I, that's very funny. I just that got that. That's very cute. <laughs> I just got that. I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm always pining away. I wish I could stay because I love being here, but I do have a, I teach a salsa class on Wednesday. Night. This is Wednesday, right? Yes. Uh, it is. Well, God, I hope so. Yeah. 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 So I, I teach a class, so I have to get back over to the Patrol Hill area and teach that class. But I, I'm so grateful to be here and would love to come back if you'll let me. Absolutely. So let's reiterate what... Uh, that event is. Get, come yeah, on. come and get your disco on November 19th. Uh, we'll be reviewing all the, the line dance for disco, and we'll be doing some uh, some same-sex performances, which would hopefully inspire you if you want to come and at least come to the April Follies, which happens in April of next year. Come and observe, come for the dinner, come for the show, um, or if you wanted to start dancing yourself and, and find a partner and, and perhaps enter as a novice. Yeah. I love it. I love the concept, and I, I love the, how that um, technicality of that um, two same sex. The form is different. I'm sorry. Wait, the, for, the form of movement is different. It was same sex yes. uh, part in, instead of a feminine and a masculine. Well, you know what? It's it's really fun. Also, is um, who's leader, who's follower. In during us uh, the choreography, they'll switch. And that's part of the magic is to to see how the people switch from leader to follower uh -huh. and make that artistic switch. I love that, and yeah. then the, the ebb and flow of, of yeah. the movement around the floor. We're talking waltz, foxtrot, tango, all these gorgeous dances. You're in in tails, and 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 you, or you could also choose to be in beautiful ball gown. This is this is awesome. And where do we get tickets again? Tickets. Go to our website, Metronome SF. There's a link there for April Follies. Uh -huh, April Follies. I don't know. I don't think they have their tickets yet for the April Follies, uh, and mm -hmm. then also for the November nineteenth. Yeah, you could just you could go to our website as well and get. It's only ten bucks. Oh you yeah. Might as well to just, show up. At you the should door. just might. And we now oh, because we're at the club, we do have a bar. Oh, hello. hello. We have yes. a bar. All right, so that'll mm -hmm. just make things go a lot. So if you don't more even want to dance, yeah, more lubricated. Yes, yeah. more lubricated for the dance floor. Yes. And yes, oh, how exciting. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you. I know you have to go. Yes. Uh, go get that salsa on. Yeah, cool. I'll be there, Michelle. Nice I just put it on my calendar. Michelle Bird, shall we, folks? Thank Yay. you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Michelle. Bye. Is that yours? Uh, a little salsa music on your way out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not technically salsa, but it's close. It's Elvis Christmas. Yeah, okay, here we go. Oh my gosh. Live demo. Live demo. Oh no, oh my god, look at her go. Yeah. Alright everybody, here we go. Oh my god. Alright, good. Oh, and you're in. You're in. Yeah. <laughs> that move. She's got moves. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was cool. That was cool. Um, oh, great. So we're talking, is it like a theme of dance today? So yeah, she, it she seems. She runs the Metronome Dance uh, group. And now we're talking Hubba Hubba. Yeah. Uh, but let's go beyond Hubba Hubba. Ooh. Let's talk about you and where, where do your, does your craft come from? Oh, where did you, you get started? Yeah. Um, 
Well, Alexa Von Kickenface began a couple years ago, maybe as far as five years ago. Um, I did the Red Hots Burlesque School of Shimmy, which is a series of burlesque classes, and I was at first very disheartened because I'm a bad dancer. And then I felt very encouraged because the best thing about burlesque and the heart and soul of burlesque is that it's parody and inherently including comedy. And burlesque is intended to make a statement or kind of a joke about particular subject matter, which is why, you know, burlesque is, is, a, is an adjective, verb. It's a verb. You burlesque something. So Sounds French to me. Uh, maybe, especially with all the nakedness. So, you know, I, I, found, I found that very empowering and extremely inspiring. And I continued performing burlesque and dancing for a couple of years. And then I participated in something called Burlesque and Why, which was Red Hot's burlesque stage play. And I wrote a monologue um, called My Name is Boobs, But You Can Call Me Alexa, which, as you might gather, is about being a small person with very noticeably large breasts. And how I've been a chesty LaRue my whole adult life and the impact it's had on my self-esteem, the impact it's had on my understanding of what it's like to be a woman in this world, especially as a woman who really finds joy and comedy and laughter. And I found that my body was a parody of itself, that my ridiculously big boobs and the fact that I have uh, abnormally small feet and just am such a, I wear a size five. The, you know, the, I, I've always been a parody of my family's gene pool. So I, you know, I found that catharsis through burlesque was to express that. And then it gave me a wonderful opportunity to grow my, my comedy interests. And so after Burlesque and Why, I kind of started doing less dancing, and I started doing more hosting or emceeing. And so that's a, the bulk of what I do now. I still dance, and I'll sing too, and I, you know, I sing and strip, or I'll dance and strip. Still, still stripping, mm -hmm. always. But I've kind of leaned away from that and more into emceeing, co-hosting, hosting on my own, um, and doing more of almost like a stand-up-y sort of deal. So for folks who aren't familiar, when you're a burlesque MC, your job is to bring in the performer and make you know the audience get excited to see them and talk about how fabulous and wonderful they are. And then you outro them. So that, ladies and gentlemen, that was blah, blah, blah. And this is, you know, they're so wonderful and we just are so lucky to have them. And then you kind of keep the energy up. So maybe you'll tell a joke or do a game or just kind of keep things running. Folks should just come to the show. Yeah, and they should. And see how it all gets. They should see how we do it. Because when I, when I do it with Jim, it's, it's pretty funny and we're very different people. He's a Charming 50-year-old man, and I'm a 20-something, I'll never tell, little woman. <laughs> with big boobs. Little woman with big knockers. and Like Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Alexa, she's everything. Alexa, you're so cute. You can stay age 25 for the next 20 years. That's my intention. Thank yeah. you. So, yeah, it's, it's fun. We, we play off each other real well. We're a little bit Dee Dee and Dexter, as people have been saying. So if you're familiar with that, then you know what you're in for when we MC a show together. It's pretty, it's pretty silly. It's fun. Fabulous. Now, is there, do you have your own web page, Alexa? 
No, I don't have a website, but if you do go on Facebook, you can find Alexa VK um, or Alexa backslash Von Kicking. It's Alexa. Uh, I was wondering what happened. Yeah, to Von Kicking Face. Yeah. Von Kicking Face. Von Kicking Face. Yeah, Von Facebook got face. me. It's okay. That's I don't mind. Right. You know, and I'm doing a show for kids on Friday, so I won't be calling myself Von Kicking Face. I'll probably just be Alexa. Um, so that'll be cool. Um, we're doing uh, the opening events for Hardly Strictly. So I'm really excited and honored oh, to be included in yeah. that. That's at Golden Gate Park this mm-hmm, weekend. Yeah, huh? I'm doing that with Jasper Patterson. And the we're going to Saturday or that. Sunday part? Uh, Friday. Right. Oh, it's the for Friday. the children. No adults. It's for the children. The yeah. children is our future. Yeah, my biggest career challenge so far is how to MC a show without swearing or saying anything excessively crude. So <laughs> this will be something. <laughs> On <laughs> that note, we're going to take a, a short musical break where we have to call New York. Oh. We're going to be speaking with uh, Dusty Moorhead. Oh, cool. Oh. That's right. Uh, so we'll be right back, folks, with more House of Pride Radio. Neat. Glitter. back house of pride we got my in-house guest alexa hi um shaky gibson shaky gibson in the flesh now folks live from new york city it's Mm -hmm. the one and only dusty moorhead are you with us hi everybody it's actually boston oh you're Oh, no, she's in Boston. get off the phone. Oh, you're in Boston. <laughs> she's in Boston. Never mind. I'm going to hang up, girl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it's raining. It's raining? It's a mess here, yes. It rained for like two hours today, and the entire internet broke. That's what happened. <laughs> yes. We haven't seen water in so long. What's, what's rumbling? What's that noise? Oh. We're getting a thunderstorm here. Yeah, right here. And the... how's everyone doing tonight? One, two, three. Uh, We're doing great, honey. How are you? 
I'm doing wonderful. I got lots of fun stuff coming up. Um, had a wonderful time in San Francisco when I was there a couple weeks ago. We had a great turnout at our fundraiser um, called Baby Love at Oasis, which was awesome. We raised about two thousand dollars for oh, our wow. profit. So things are progressing well. Great. Oasis is a fun place, huh? So much fun, and um, Hecklina really uh, helped us out with that, and I couldn't thank her enough. We had such an amazing event, and the talent that turned out to help us, I mean, just unbelievable. That's San Francisco for you. It's such a, a family-oriented uh, community. It's and, a u- uh, unique and special place, Dusty. It really is. Mm-hmm. What, honey? Unique and special place out here. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And I lived there for seven years, and I really miss it. Um, you know, hopefully my husband and I will be moving back at some point, and that's up in the air right now. But um, we're in San Francisco a couple times a year, and I'm always performing and um, having a blast. And it's just a different feel than the East Coast. And I love my East Coast queens. Don't get me wrong, but... Um, I love San Francisco. I love you guys. Oh. And we love you, Dusty Moorhead. Ah. Yes. In Boston, we would say, Tweaka Turner. Oh, please do. I'll take it any way it comes. (laughs) Naturally. No Oz at the end. Tweaka Turner. That was actually Shaky saying she loved you, but I love you too. (laughs) I'm I'm here with Shaky Gibson. Do you guys know each other? I don't think so. I don't think we've ever met. Um, no, we haven't. Well, that's okay. Now you have. And also Alexa. Von Kicking Face. Von Kicking Face. I feel like you guys should know each other. Uh, Alexa Von Kicking Face. Yeah, agreed. We'll all have to connect on Facebook at some point. That's um, true. Oh, we will. It's so easy to do that. So, uh, so um, Dusty, did, uh, did the Oasis event live up to your expectations? Absolutely. It really did. Um, we had such a great turnout. Um, like I said, we raised about $2,000. And this was a kickoff event for our nonprofit. So it was really just the beginning. Um, like I said, the talent that we had um, was amazing. Great audience. Um, we did a 50-50 raffle. We gave away a trip to Boston. Ooh. Oh, who, who won that? To, <laughs> I can't remember his name. I have it in my phone. Um, him and his partner won. It was a weekend getaway at 15 Beacon Hotel, which is this gorgeous little boutique hotel in the center of Boston, and then two round-trip air tickets as well. And it was just kind of a weekend getaway, so I'm hoping they extend it a little bit and come see me perform at least while they're here. Um, So, yeah, so that was fun. We gave away a lot of great prizes, um, T-shirts, and this kind of set us up for our next event. So I got the ball rolling. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the nonprofit we started. It's called the Rainbow Stork. I've heard of it. um, Yeah, we're raising money for couples suffering um, or struggling rather with the financial hurdles of IVF and surrogacy. Um, Oh, wow. Because that can be quite expensive. Oh, I don't doubt it. Very expensive. (laughs) That's so cool. We just went through it. We, We have a little girl on the way. Oh, congratulations. In about four weeks, I know. Now, how many months are you pregnant? We are, and I know everyone hates when they do this, but we're 35 weeks, which <laughs> is about, uh, what is that, 35 weeks? We're this, about, yes. um, God, coming up. I'm going to say eight months. I don't eight know. Eight months, just yeah. about eight months, yeah. Wow. And are you carrying the baby? Right now I'm carrying the baby. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's I haven't made gained of plastic. a pound. I haven't gained a pound. Uh, what is your secret? 
Um, so yeah, so that's coming. Um, our next big event in Boston is Dusty Moorhead presents a holiday spectacular, Ooh. which is um, another fundraiser for the Rainbow Stork, and um, we have some of Boston's best talent coming, and it's a fun, kooky holiday um, Sunday afternoon boozy drag show um, extravaganza. So it's a lot of fun. If anyone's in Boston, that's December 13th. And um, I'll have all the details on my Facebook page. I wish I could come to Boston. I love Boston. Yeah. Boston. It's such a great town, especially this time of year. Um, It really transforms (coughs) with the fall weather and the leaves, the fall colors, as some people might say. Um, It's really pretty. Cool. Yeah. And who's your Uh, husband? Do we know him? My husband, his name is Sven. And he kind of lays low when I'm out in San Francisco performing. He's in the audience. He's in the audience. Okay, that's cool. He he has your back. He has your back. He has my back. Mm -hmm. Well, he better have it at eight months pregnant. (laughs) Right, for Christ's sake. For support. Uh, What else do we have going on? Um, Coming up uh, in 2016, there's a documentary coming out called Inspire the Night. Have you heard of that? Well, you can call back for that one if you'd like. I'd love to. <laughs> in 2021, there's no... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a Red Bull-sponsored documentary about performers in different cities. Oh, wow. And um, they did New York, L.A., Miami, Las Vegas, San Francisco, and Detroit for season one. So each episode is going to be um, a different city. And the San Francisco one, uh, they feature Hecklina. Of course. And they use me as the B-roll. So it's kind of interesting, um, this documentary. It really, it, it's, it's really neat. I, it, you'll have to see it when it comes out. It's focusing on the, um, the creative, inspiring individuals who transform cities once the sun sets. That's kind of their angle on it. So well, I hope you steal cool. some scenes from Hecalina. Mm-hmm. Ah. Good luck, though. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do that. <laughs> well, they were filming in Oasis on April 24th during the tech rehearsal for Mother. I didn't even know they were there. And then I got contacted by Thomas Hill, who's the production manager for um, Inspire the Night. And he said, I have some great footage of you rehearsing. So he sent me a screenshot, and I have this terrible fat roll. Because I didn't have any, <laughs> I didn't have any courses on or anything, and um, yes, I have a big fat roll. But whatever, it's fine. That's okay, honey. Did you name it's your fat hard. roll? Uh, I should. <laughs> I should. Uh, it's all an illusion on stage. That's what it is. Um, so that's exciting. So that's coming up, and um, well, that's yeah, fabulous. Yeah. I can't um, wait to come back out. Well, I'm going to dedicate this next song to you in our conversation. Um, Yay! Yes. Um, but before I, I segue into that, uh, will you? I, we, we love having you on the show. Why don't you um, update us from time to time and, and be a part of House to. of Pride? Okay, great. And uh, if you come to. back, let us know and we'll, we'll get you on in person. Okay, perfect. All right, so this next song is going out to you uh, Peggy Lee and the Lady is a Tramp. Oh. Love you, San Francisco. Love you, yeah, honey. Let's I've wined oh, and dined on mulligan stew and never wished for turkey as I hitched and hiked and grifted too. 
From Maine to Albuquerque Alas, I miss the Beaux-Arts Ball And what is twice as sad I was never at a party Where they honored Social circles spin too fast for me. My hobohemia is the place to be. I get too hungry for dinner at eight. I like the theater, but never come late. I never bother with people I hate. That's why the lady is a tramp I don't like card games With barons and earls Won't go to Harlem In ermine and pearls Won't dish the dirt With the rest of the girls That's why the lady is a tramp I like the free Without care, I'm broke. I talk. Hey, California, it's cold and it's damp. That's why the lady is. That's why they call the lady. That's why the lady is a tramp. So we were just talking about the. Uh, Assets of ha- being well endowed. Yes, naturally. <laughs> naturally well endowed. Oh, I, mean, I think there's a distinct difference between the two. Uh, I, I personally can tell when somebody is artificially endowed. I don't know about you. I actually can't really. I'll have to usually ask my boyfriend if he can tell. I, I don't really notice as, as, I mean, unless they're outrageously um Maybe that's it. Maybe Man-made. that's the deciding factor. The mm-hmm. extra. What would you call that, uh, Shaky? The what adjective? The the plasticity. Yes. There you go. The over that's the top. A good one. The, yeah. Yeah. The super knockers. I don't know. Whatever. Super knockers when they become a prop, a and pro- less of a body part. I, I definitely do treat my breasts like a prop, though. Like I, I will, you know, kind of dress them up for the occasion. As you should if you're going on stage. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, what I love about burlesque is that it gave me a safe, comfortable place to show off my boobs. And, you <laughs> yeah. know, large boobs in a burlesque show are in high demand. They're, they're very popular, but you don't need to have large breasts to be a burlesque performer. And you don't need to be a female-identified or female-bodied person to do burlesque either. Interesting point. What are some of the key factors that you do need if you want to do this form of art? I think creativity certainly helps. I mean, you know, no one's going to get very famous very far ripping off other people's work. So Mm -hmm. don't do that. Um, We're a pretty small community. So we, you know, things do travel back. I hear about, you know, burlesque conundrums in different parts of the country. You know, we're all connected, especially through Facebook with each other and what's happening in our local scene. So I think... Creativity is, of course, in the first and foremost thing you've got to have. A sense of humor certainly is imperative because even if you're a serious classical performer, which is wonderful and I love that, 
You know, you have to be able to laugh when something goes wrong. You know, you're going to lose a pasty every now and then. You're going to have a wardrobe malfunction of some kind. Your music isn't going to start the way it's supposed to. So I think it. I think it's true for all performers. Oh, that happens in the drag genre, too. Oh, I've well, seen it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, but story of our lives. Going back to what you brought up before um, um, about having a sense of humor and that the art form is in part um, a parody of... Mm-hmm. of, of I don't know, a parody of what would you say? Of life. Of life, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Of, of all kinds. Sexuality, human ex- perhaps. Yeah, sexuality, the human yeah. experience. So that's, um, I think that's a key component in the performer's um, thought process. Yes, definitely. When I'm trying to do a new number, I'm thinking, what am I, what's my joke? What's, what am I trying to relate to the audience? And again, my emphasis is usually more on comedy, so naturally I'm going to be like, well, what's the funny part? What's going to make them laugh? So right now I'm coming up with some stuff for Halloween because, you know, not only are, are we hubba hubba, are we doing um, our asylum show on October 9th at DNA Lounge. Get your tickets now. But we're <laughs> we're also going to be at DNA's um, hubba booty party. So on the 31st, we'll be doing booty. And then on the 30th, we're also going to be doing the All Hallows Eve party. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to, I want to bring, I'm, I'm going to be performing, I'm going to be dancing, and I want to bring something that's funny, something that parodies Halloween. And I, I think I'm on to something, but I, I won't say what. I will say there may or may not be some Karen Carpenter involved. Okay. Um, so that's pretty crazy. But, you know, it's parodying the idea of what Halloween is. And, you know, for me, what I want to do is give people that moment of like, oh, my gosh, that is so clever. You know, I think to me that is one of the greatest compliments I can get from my audience is, dang, that was so clever. And I'm like, oh, thanks, you know, because any, not anyone, but many of us can look beautiful and do a good job doing that. I also think um, when I when I think of, um, I've seen some classic um, burlesque acts mm-hmm. on YouTube or wherever you would find footage of Betty Page. Yes. Uh, not, uh, not intentionally a, a burlesque dancer, but incidentally, one of the better ones. Uh, just... I know everyone knows her as a model from mm-hmm, the 50s, yeah. but she did do some burlesque next to some of the big names of the time. I saw this on, in footage, and her form and um, rhythmic um, in, instincts, like on the, the way she moved on the beat and things, were just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, is part of burlesque the anticipation for the audience yes it's certainly the tease so by you know addressing the clothing you're wearing and gently starting to remove it or to suggest to your audience that you're going to be removing it i like to grab a bra strap if i'm wearing one still and kind of pull it off my shoulder and kind of jerk at it and to obviously i'm insinuating like i'm gonna remove this should i remove this and when you know back in the day of course you can't get naked and Liquor laws, especially these days, you certainly can't get naked. So to have that suggested nudity is so titillating. You know, we can see naked people on the internet all the time. And that's great and God bless America. But, (laughs) you know, but to have this kind of alluded to nakedness right in front of you is, is a very sexy experience and burlesque isn't necessarily its intent is not to inspire arousal you know it's, it's not necessarily that um that being the intention it's it's more but it, it certainly is intended to be sexual 
because the best way to parody such a puritanical culture, especially the one that we're currently living in, there's no better way to parody that than by showing us your boobs or by wearing a cock sock. Mm-hmm. And so you can go a little farther th- these days. Yes, exactly. And it's it's fun to see that. It's It's fun to kind of give people that thrill of how much they're going to see or how little they'll see. You know, I think folks aren't really ex- expecting that. And... I think sexy is still in suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think of all those classic actresses like Mae West and, and the you know, less was more. Exactly. A, you know, and to a point. I mean, I think that's, you know, she didn't do burlesque, but she kind of... That's kind of a lesky icon. And there isn't to say that there's anything wrong or that you can't get fully naked to give your audience a stimulating experience. You know, that's, of course, very valuable as well. And does East Performer have that option to go... How, Full you know, nude? Well, to, to take it where they want. Like, Or is there uh, is there like a... Um, a template that you have to follow? Um, you a, know, a code of rules? There's rules. Uh, for example, you know, you can't, and for those of us who've ever been to a strip club, you'll know this too, if they're serving hard alcohol, there can be no actual nakedness. So no, no women or female nipples, no vulva, no full butt crack, and certainly no butthole. So <laughs> there's that. Um, if it's a you know, male, male-bodied person, there's, you know, you obviously can't show... Um, the family jewels. I'm trying to think of yeah. radio safe ways. Oh, <laughs> I would just say cock and ball. Okay. Nothing, okay. Everything's. Uh, yeah. So yeah, cock and ball. on the plate. It's yeah, internet okay. radio. Cock and balls on the plate. Man so, thing. Yeah, man bits. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you can't do that if there's hard alcohol. Shaky Gibsons. I'm for scrotum now. It's great. <laughs> yeah, new word for scrotum. But um, it, it's, uh, it's part of Americana, the culture. Well, it probably goes... Where is it? What is the history of burlesque? Oh yes, I be- I believe it was be- it was first referred as like burlesque in the 1800s, obviously before television. Um, it is an American art form, but I'm certain it might have started elsewhere. I should have studied France, perhaps. Yeah, props. And so mm. you know, the idea was, is of course, people are going to theaters, their local kind of skeezier theaters, and they would go to a burlesque show, which was you know part of a vaudeville show. So there'd be an MC, so someone like myself or Jim, who would keep the show going. There'd be a comedian, there'd be some live music, and then there would be the stripper, there would be the burlesque performer, and so people would come and they they'd stay late for her. And the idea was is that she would do this really long, or maybe not as long, kind of dance where she's removing her clothes and people are getting excited. Maybe they're contributing more money. And, you know, that was people would go to their local theaters and indulge in this art. And they would see all kinds of these kind of more blue, blue comedy, these kind of the more like, you know, a little, little bit more on the grittier side of, of town. Um, eventually, though, and in New York especially, they start cracking down on this nakedness. They start cracking down on what they perceived as this amoral exhibition of human behavior. And they shut down all the burlesque clubs. And it was a big old bummer. And then, you know, vaudeville was fine. It was pretty safe because they could still go ahead and do their clowning and comedy. And, you know, the stripping girls were like, oh, man, I'm out of work. Then, of course, television and the movies. So movies came and people were like, well, with my money, would I go see a live show or would I go to the movies? And, you know, at the time, movies were brand new, man. So they were going to the movies. And it seemed like the death of burlesque. Nobody wanted to see stripping girls anymore. You know, porno was now 
accessible. I think the first porno was like in 1930. Um, I, I used to sell porn, so this is how I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they just didn't really have the same craving for that kind of cheekier sexuality. And then, like, I think around the 90s or so, burlesque kind of came back in a big way. And it kind of came back with that kind of alt-girl movement. So girls who were extremely feminine but also tattooed and with, you know, different hair color um, piercings, that kind of look. So that kind of, like, retro-inspired pinup kind of came back with this, you know, more edgier look. And so ever since, you know, that kind of resurgence in burlesque, it, it's kind of picked up a lot. And so now here we are and we're yes. doing what we're doing. And, and in fact, uh, a great demonstration example of that will be held on October. 9th. At DNA Lounge. That's right, for the Hubba Hubba Review Asylum Show. And if you can't get enough, we'll be back again November 13th for our next theme. I'm not going to reveal it yet, but I'll give you a hint. It's very enchanting. Oh. Uh Um, I think I know. Like Disney. Like maybe Disney inspired. Uh Frosty the burlesque man. I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll go to the show. I'm putting it on my calendar right now. Yeah, so that's that's November 13th for a more whimsical theme. But before we get there, everyone go and buy your tickets to... For Asylum right now. Yes, Asylum in the house. (laughs) October 9th. It's a Friday. Get off work. Get a drink. I would start at Butter if I were you. That place is trashy. And then come on next. I love that place. Trashy, but the drinks are cheap. Hell yeah. And then come on next door. Then you can get a couple hours of some of the finest in Bay Area burlesque entertainment. And you don't want to miss it because it is going to be great. And everyone's going to be talking about it at work. And you're not going to know. And you're going to stand out. Right. In a bad way. You got to go to know all about it. I mean, it just sounds so terribly exciting. I just can't take it. I just can't. Yes. And Tweeka Turner's DJing. Yeah, if you want to see Tweeka. Throw on some good beats. I recommend taking that out too. Yay, fireworks. Ooh. Explosives. Yeah. You're a crazy Tweaker Turner. All right, I gotta take off Tweaker Turner. I need to go eat dinner. All right, Shaky Gibson, it's been a pleasure hanging with you. You as well. Let me know. Say goodbye, Shaky. Shaky, dance dance on your way out. This is your audition, baby. Yes. Thank you. Make it happen. Yes. I'll shake it. I'll shake my rear. Turn it. Opportunity down. Francisco. Uh, shout out to Pearl Tease who couldn't make it today. She is um, busy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, life. Pearl. We love you. Yeah, life happens. We need Pearl to happens. See you back, be back next week. But uh, let, this is the section of the show. We just go around real fast. Uh, it's called Last Thoughts. Shaking. Last Thoughts. Um, you know, hey. <laughs> it's San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, Y'all better I shake like it, honey. I've heard that one before, you better actually. shake your business and keep smiling. And come to my show October 29th at the Oasis, which is on 11th Street in Balsam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa? Um, 
Last thoughts, girl. My last thought was, I've always wondered what made gummy bears not kosher. And then I found out that it's because they have, like, animal hooves in them. But I still eat them. So I wonder if it's just that easy to not think about things that gross us out. That was my last thought. But otherwise, you should come. I don't, you know what I mean? Because some people say, oh, I won't eat that animal. It's gross. And I'm like, but if you Are don't. Are talking about gummy bears? Yeah, but if it's a gummy bear, I don't think it's that gross. If it's a beautiful I, I color. I flavors. Me too. I blame the food industry in general. But my, my other last it's thought. Emo. More relevant to the reason I showed up here, aside from my stutter musings, is um, that you should come join us at DNA, DNA Lounge for Hubba Hubba Reviews. <laughs> That's right. Asylum Halloween show. October 9th. Every second Friday of the month, we've got a big old show with your name all over it. Don't miss it. And I can't wait to see all of your beautiful faces in the audience. How much is Jim Sweeney paying you? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I really benefit from people coming to this show. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just Jim and I shooting the crap as always. And I do love doing that, but we do that for free. So this is benefit to everyone to well enjoy. we always appreciate our fabulous guests coming on house of pride radio every week uh thanks um you guys and also thank you dusty moorhead out there in boston that's right thank you so much tweaker turner and it's S- been real sj cruz who is somewhere out there in san francisco land but he was a fabulous guest join us next wednesday 6 p.m we'll have more fun to come i can't believe it's possible thanks tweaker bye
and my mom is listening. Probably. I know, I know. Oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom, for staying up to listen. It's late over there, too. Yeah, it's like two hours ahead or three yeah. hours, right? Two. Two hours. Yeah. Yonatsu mom is awesome, by the way. I hope she is listening so she can hear that. She's amazing. Tell her to come visit. She's probably going to come for TEDx. Yay. Oh, and sell my merch, you know. There gotta you have go. someone at the merch table. Yeah. Yeah. Represent. Your biggest fan. Yeah. yeah. Represent. <laughs> so where can people find out more about your music online? Very simple. Yonat.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody has it. <laughs> Y-O-N-A-T. I got Yonat.com. Yeah. And I also have on Facebook Yonat and her muse. So Yonat and And then I put out a, a video for one of the tracks off the EP for Come Around um, a few weeks ago and it's getting some good hits and I'd love people to go check it out yeah. on YouTube. Uh, the song's called Come Around. Maybe we could play it for you guys. Yeah, Definitely. I, yeah, we'd love to hear it. I okay. think that's one of the things that led to TEDx too. So. Yes, mm-hmm. TEDx crew looked at Saw Come Around video and we're like, yeah, we like this chick. <laughs> <laughs> interesting down. though. Interesting. There's one line in the song, see if you can pick it up, where one of the young women who's helping organize, um, one of the students at Berkeley, is kind of not sure whether this like line um, is an innuendo towards marijuana use, and it's not used that way at all in this song. Um, and so I'm still kind of deciding which songs I'm going to play at the event. And this is one of the reasons why I, I'm curious if if you guys listen to it and tell me what you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
one way to show my love. I pawn it all. I push and shove. But take a look from up above. You can see I'm chasing those turtle doves. When I last checked, you checked out. is called Come Around. Yeah. <laughs> and my guess is in the first, it's in one of the first verses that you sing about yes. the light of fire. Yeah. Catch a fire. Is that the Second one? Second line, it says, when I take a hit, ooh yeah, it stings. The thing is, the, the context of the song is so clearly about relationships, so I yeah. can understand if you picked out the lyric alone, mm-hmm. how it someone could wonder but like context she, she just focus on the hit part of it i think so when i take a hit so clearly like if you if you pick out just the lyric it could right. be it could clearly be interpreted but contextually in the song i mean it's so obviously about relationship really? dynamics and really? the hits that you can take when you oh, yeah, the struggles I, I mean, of it clearly updating. is not about marijuana <laughs> <laughs> um Give but, a little, take a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the interesting thing about is about music is the way people interpret it. Exactly, that's it's art, right? You have the opportunity to interpret. It's definitely, uh, but could, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to make a final decision at some point. But I have some other good songs that are up in the in the mix in the running. Good, so. I love that one. Definitely. And Suganti, you're going to be performing with Yanat at uh, TEDx. Yeah, I, yes. I am. Exciting. <laughs> I am, yeah, it's very exciting. Is it going to be just the two of you, or are there other No, we have members? Daria Johnson on drums. Woo-hoo. Amazing, amazing drummer. And Peter Canton on bass. Very exciting. Yeah. And do you usually play with a full band? or? Mm-hmm. I've been playing with a full band for 
for a while, yeah. But I've been doing solo shows and duo shows together with Suganti, and I like. I think it's important to be able to fit into any performance situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm trying to like keep my skill, you know, and my chops up to play full band, crowd of a thousand, and mm -hmm. like intimate shows by myself or you know one other person. Yeah. Which uh, ones do you prefer? Oh. Oh no! The only thing I was gonna say is that and I had mentioned this to Yona even I think before I was singing with her is that mm -hmm. one thing I appreciated is that when she created her music, she created it on her own. She wrote it was all it all began solo, um, and so although there's been evolution and um, with with content and you know bringing in a full band, um, I like the fact that if she does strip it down, the song's still there. And yeah, I, I've had yeah. a lot of friends just tell me like. The band is cool, but I really like when you're by yourself with the guitar because there's yeah. something really raw and mm -hmm. vulnerable about that. Yeah. I mean, I think like my ideal is to get to the point where I have a full band, a full show, and then I have like in the set there's a solo. There's the stripped down song or two, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But um, I I just now that I got over the hump of like the challenge of playing with musicians, I'm yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. so good. It's and good it's to like conquer your fears. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a, it's like a dating too. It's like relationships. There's all these different dynamics, yes, and it's just lots like of it's figuring out like what finally works, you know. And I think uh, you know, it's remained, you know, as her friend, I've like watched her process in this, and she's like remained open and figuring things out. It's like finally getting a groove with working with other musicians is like it's mm -hmm. really cool to see that happen mm -hmm. and her patience with it <laughs> definitely and you're going to be playing at tedx berkeley on february 8th yeah with the whole band with the whole hey. band whole entire band do you have any other shows lined up at the moment no. i'm looking for something in march so that i can announce it at tedx <laughs> <laughs> if you love me come support me if you yeah. love me get me a gig <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's slowed down through the holidays really mm -hmm. naturally and things like that so yeah. it'll start yeah. picking up again yeah for sure and um do you feel like most of your fan base or listenership is in the bay area i've had a really nice um kind of I guess following that's being um, nurtured yeah. in Milwaukee which partly from my mom's community mostly from my mom's community and people I grew up with who I was, <laughs> you okay over there? Yeah. I was dealing with a bunch of cables. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was doing music and performing throughout my childhood so I think when I like came out as a performer in my adult life like a lot of my community back there were like wait what's she doing now you know like I sang I sang like at my bat mitzvah and kind of blew everyone away when I was 12 <laughs> and they were all yeah bar mitzvah. okay let's see what she's like you know 15 20 years later <laughs> yeah you're shining you're a shining star, yes. <laughs> star. no I am a flower there you oh. go. Even better. Maybe we'll play you our, our song, Like a Flower. Yeah, do I'm it. I'm segueing into the music. <laughs> Good job. I'll see what you did just there. Case, I'll see what you did. <laughs> yeah, we'll play this, we'll play this one for This you. is also on? This is on the EP Daybreak, yeah. which was released um, in August. And it's getting, it's getting some traction now. We're trying to get it out yeah. and get it reviewed. And the, the process on this one was fun, too, just 
with the community. Yeah, I we think. had a, the whole community singing on the end of this. Yeah. And, uh, this is Robin the one Robin, that Robin, yeah. Robin is a producer, great producer, really um, took this song to the next level. You ready? <laughs> ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> <laughs> Winter solstice brings us 
right. <laughs> that was another great song. <laughs> a few a few months ago, my drummer <laughs> told me <laughs> when I get to that part that I have to milk it. Yeah. So I'm still like <laughs> getting used Figuring to like pausing <laughs> and letting people clap or yeah. whatever. Very organic. Yeah. And then like just getting back I was in. Like, wait, a song in there. I know. <laughs> we like to toy with people's emotions. We never know. <laughs> well, again, you're playing at TEDx Berkeley. So February 8th. Um, you're going to be playing, I'm guessing, around 3 or 4 o'clock? Yeah, 4 or 4.30. Very, very, very end. Got it. And its general admission is $100, but if they type in your name, Yonat20, yep. for the discount. They 20% get 20% off. 20% off. Yeah. Nice. And there's some other great bands or performers as well. Um, there's a whole long list of speakers. My friend that um, helped me connect with these people is um, Nikki Barodi who's an awesome singer-songwriter and an acrobat. Yoo-hoo. She's going to oh, be wow. doing, yeah. I like that. Duo. I like that combo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so tell her to come by. She's going to be doing <laughs> She should acrobatics. do it all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> she does. She plays ukulele, and she's a clown, and she does aerial. Yeah. And she's told me that she does all three at the same time, but no I have kidding. not yet witnessed it. Wow. Sick. <laughs> she could do it like in here. Sorry, can you switch ahead? I think she's just concentrate on. I think she's just doing the aerial at TEDx, right? Acrobatics. Or, okay, acrobatics. Aerial. Okay, yeah. okay. Nikki um, Brody. Nikki Brody. Yeah, she's, she's, she's stripping awesome. it down to one, but yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. She's gonna have a partner, Yay. so there's two two acrobats doing a show. That's great. And your website again is yonat. Yonat.com. Yeah, you can get uh, my my EP Daybreak. It's four tracks. Put it out in August. I'm really, really proud of it. It's like the most prized, you know, accomplishment I think so far for me. Really like it. That's really exciting. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for stopping by, ladies. Yeah, thanks for having us. Pleasure. Thank you for having us. And uh, stay tuned for more mutiny. Oh, we could play another song you want, from you the CD. Play one of your we could songs. play you out. Sure. Why don't you play? Put on one of the songs from the CD. Why don't you put on the first track? Okay. It's a very uh, funky tune, you? danceable. Thank yeah. you so much for stopping by. Guys. Thanks for Thank having us. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Have a great Standing night. Standing by the ocean side, I can feel the waves between my toes. Takes me for a ride Just the way my love grows Like the waves of the ocean Rolling under the tide Flames of a fire Burning on the inside the further we go Here the farther we come We ain't got nothing But the wind and the sun
something I can hold in my hand Love is so fragile I can't touch it, I don't know who can Love is intangible Love isn't something I can hold Love so fragile I can't touch it, I don't know I know a little bit about a lot of things when I take a hit. Mm, yeah, it stings when my fire's lit. Heat it brings when the pieces fit. I wanna sing. Checked out. 